here we are, the very first episode of Zoe's Horse Bites, where I'm going to get right into it, and we're going to talk about ears forwards does not mean happy horse. Now, I'll bring this subject up first because one thing that I notice for sure across social media is the ears thing. So, first, let, let's just talk a little bit about the horse and who horses really are. It's, it's, it's amazing. The ears can actually work separately, and I'm talking in dummy terms here, okay? The ears can rotate independently of each other. So that means that the horse can focus on a sound in front, and the horse can focus on a sound behind. Quite an amazing <laughs> mechanism and connection to the brain when you think about it. So, if a horse's ears are forwards, it literally means probably in combination with their eyes, they are focused forwards, therefore they are listening forwards. Maybe ever since the time when we invented cameras, you know, the first person that ever took a picture of a horse decided that it was better, prettier, if the horse was to look forwards, focus forwards with his ears and smile at the camera, or give the impression that it's smiling at the camera. But, you know, <laughs> it's not really a real thing. If, if the horse could choose, for example, to stand there and be relaxed with his ears soft and its lip drooling, that's kind of how they're going to feel comfortable in this kind of situation. When they look forwards and are focused forwards, they're actually unrelaxed. Now, it's not to say they're unrelaxed to the point of being so afraid of something, you know, but potentially when their focus forwards for long enough, if their body starts to get tense and they're staring at something long enough, they can indeed decide if it becomes scary or not. But for the most part, it's it's just an expression. It's just a way of them seeing the world. Ears forwards does not mean happy horse. Now, of course, if a horse is looking at you and he's got his ears forwards, and even gives a little hinnika, or a neigh, a little neigh, hinnika is kind of a Dutch word, sorry about that, um, then you are, of course, having a horse standing in front of you that's looking at you, focused at you, and very happy. That's ultimate happiness, but it's nothing to do with the ears itself, in the sense, if, you, if we just, if we take a step back a moment, and we just go and look at horses in nature, or if we watch them, in their paddock or watch them in their stable they do not have their ears forwards the whole time as a matter of fact my guesstimate is around 85 90 percent of the time their ears are either to the side relaxed moving around independently from side to back to forwards independently not together and then only then when they decide to use their eyes and actually focus on something or they hear something and they decide to listen that way and then use their eyes to actually look at something do they actually have their ears really forwards so ears forwards does not mean happy horse i i just recently was watching some videos on social media and of course i have my own idols and i love to see and aspire to different kinds of horsemanship and training especially at liberty and there it was right there a pretty famous person 
doing some pretty cool Liberty stuff and there it was that comment it probably took me five comments down before I came across the first ear police comment the horse doesn't look happy his ears are back now come on if we really really know who horses are and how they interact and that their concentration cannot always be facing forwards with ears up and forwards we're already going to get along a little bit better with each other when it comes to horses. Different horses are different, okay? So you got, if we look at people, some people just smile a lot. Even when they're nervous, they smile. And then someone like myself, I've got quite a frowny face. I tend to, whatever it is I'm thinking, most certainly comes out in my face kind of even becoming a little bit scarred in a frowny <laughs> way as I'm getting older and hitting the 50 mark. Whereas somebody else my age, if they're more smiley and more open, their skin is going to be softer. So it's the same with horses. Some horses just generally look around more. Therefore, their ears are forwards a little bit more. And other horses, especially a low-spirited horse, the more introverted kind, they're not going to have their ears forward too much unless, of course, there's food around. For the most part, their ears are going to be to the side or one to the side and one back. Okay, And only when they're motivated and genuinely maybe heading somewhere that they're definitely interested in going, their ears will be forwards. So it is impossible for us to think and to believe that horses' ears should be forwards all of the time that would be like asking me miss frowny face to smile all day long it's just not possible and to be honest my face would start to ache i know that for sure and it's just so unnatural so if we're looking at natural which by the way if we're going back to um natural horsemanship just a thought that entered my head there Natural horsemanship, there's nothing natural about horsemanship, okay? So the way I interpret it, the way I understand it, and the way I learned it is that we are learning to play with and understand and nurture and train with the nature of the horse. Nothing natural about it. But if we can tune into the nature, and that includes not worrying too much about their expression, especially if they're a low-spirited horse, then surely by surely it's fairer to them because we are understanding them as a species first. So that to me is what natural horsemanship is about. And for the rest, well, you just have to make your own decision or maybe we're going to talk about that further in another episode. But the ears thing, I really think it's important that people get educated and start to learn and really look and see how horses are when they interact together or alone unfortunately too many horses are still alone uh, but thanks to social media this is also changing people are getting better educated people are starting to see okay there is another way to keep horses i want to do that too if we're realistic of course that's not going to be possible across the planet it's just not you know it it it's just um, that, again, I'm not going to elaborate on that. I've, I'm deciding right now we're just going to leave that for another podcast. But going back to the nature of the horse, if we keep it fair, especially when we're watching, watching the professionals, you know, and they're doing an amazing thing with their horses, sure, occasionally a horse is going to swish its towel. Sure, occasionally the ears are going to be 
back and the nose a little bit pinned, especially if you're working with more than one horse at liberty. Because that's the way they interact. They don't constantly smile. Horses are masters of body language. We know this. We hear it all the time now. It's becoming more and more recognized, even in the sports. So let's start really looking at horses, who they are in terms of, you know, sometimes they do put one nostril up higher than the other. Sometimes they do have wrinkles in their lips. Sometimes they do swish their tail. Sometimes they do have their ears back. Sometimes they do have a pain face. Maybe that pain face is only for five minutes, but it's a pain face because the horse next door to them just gave them a little bit of a kick up the backside. I too, as a human, don't always look happy. Sometimes I'm frowning. Sometimes I have a pain face. Sometimes this, sometimes that. The ho- you know, the expectations of people sometimes is way, way, way too high. Quite oftentimes now, when I read a comment like that or I get feedback like that from my students, I just, inside my head, say to myself then, okay, this is actually telling me where the education level of this person is at. They're not understanding who horses really are. Maybe they never will. That's also a possibility because, you know, you have to make decisions about things in order to learn them and make decisions about things in order to really to understand that learning and want to have that information inside of you but when it comes to horses it's pretty logical if you was to just park your ass in a field somewhere and watch them while they're eating with their noses down in that grass their ears are not always forwards as a matter of fact they're laying a little bit back against the base of the neck and they're turning because they when their head is down and they're eating the grass they are blinded so they need to rely on their ears you must have seen it so for example when a horse is eating it could be hay it could be food from a bucket on the floor and then there's a noise in the arena or a noise out around the barn area or there was a big bang whatever and the horse will literally stop eating it might keep its head low but those little ears start to go in radar and then in, within a nanosecond to a few seconds the horse then decides do I need to lift my head and look too? Do I need to then combine my eyes and my ears to make sure that what I just heard is not scary? But they will literally in that moment stop chewing so they can hear and then sometimes they're They make a very quick decision because, remember, horses are designed to make quick decisions. They make a quick decision to say, nope, nothing scary, and they continue chewing and put their head back down and eat. And sometimes they might not have even lifted their head higher than the knee, and sometimes they will lift their head higher than their chest, their heart line. And then only then in that moment do they make a decision, do I need to put my ears forward and do I need to look and do I need to be concerned? And if they don't, they go straight back to chewing and relying on their ears while they're chewing even though it's distorted and even though their eyes are not able to function because they're blinded once their head is below knee height they can see of course peripherally around them but only at the height that they are their head is at so when a horse has got its head down it actually feels incredibly safe so all in all If we just spend a little bit of time observing and watching horses in the nature, I mean, even on National Geographic, watching 
films and documentaries about the wild horses, you're going to see, especially when they're galloping along together in a big herd, horses that are kind of up front or maybe in a little bit of a, a subherd situation where they're all galloping together, the horse that has the open space in front of it will have his ears forward because it's his or her job to pay attention what's in front. And the horses that are behind will have their ears either flickering from the side to the back independently or together because one, they're watching out where they're, they're kind of going. Two, they've got to pay attention to the horses, the other horses that are running by their side. And three, it's not their job to be focused forwards. It's the horse that's up front, the lead horse, whose job is to be focused forwards. Pay attention to this if you go on a trail ride. If you're riding along, let's say you're in a group of three. And then the horse up front usually has its ears forwards because it's their job to be paying attention forwards, looking out for safety and stuff like that. And then you move that horse to the side and let the horse that was behind it come by the side and then step up front. Their ears are, are going to change from being not submissive but you know relaxed to the side maybe listening independently or together backwards and slightly forwards the moment you move that horse to the front their ears will come forwards and again this is the where i want to see a change on uh, people's thoughts and opinions on social media and of course social media is important because that is the public this is you, me, everybody. And if we can get them to look at the horse as a whole, especially when they're interacting with a human, who indeed, if you're a liberty trainer, sometimes is going to be behind the horse, sometimes it's going to be to the left or to the right. And the horse's ears will generally go in the direction of where they have to listen to. Hey, it's giveaway time. And I hope you're really enjoying this first episode. To celebrate the launch of this podcast station, four lucky persons can win the Get Good With Horses Groundwork Retractable Stick and Flag. All you have to do is to reach out to me privately, either on social media or via my website with the following keyword, and I will enter you into the raffle. The keyword is Shetland. S-H-E-T-L-A-N-D. Shetland. Deadline for this giveaway is the 18th of September 2023. The competition is open worldwide, where if you win, I will reach out to you and ask you for your mailing address. Okay, so that was it. Back to the podcast. I follow some really impressive Liberty horsemen across the globe, and you know, they do a lot of for example, working with the horses in line so they can have between five and, I don't know, 15 horses working in a line. And depending on where the human is when they're interacting really depends on where the horse's ears are going. And then if the human is a little bit out of reach uh, to some of the horses, especially the horses that are working on the end, they're focusing on their neighbour, their buddy next door. So that means sometimes they're snarling, sometimes they've got their ear back. 
the patterns that have been created and learned into these horses are just phenomenal. And that's a whole other subject there is that the long-term memory of horses is just fascinating. It's so impressive. And the fact that these horses can learn patterns. So if one horse is a little bit off the pattern, I don't know, maybe a step's a little bit out of line, and the other horse sees that, he's going to give a little nip and say, hey, get back into your place. And this is horse language. Just like me talking to you now, and I could whisper, I could whisper like this and be all sweet and quiet. Or I could start to shout at you and just be really big and expressive and show you the way. Or I could get really angry at you. Well, this is kind of the same in the horse. The horse language is just that it, it's a bit more occasional in that sense. So where a horse can go from super, super quiet, they can go to that shout super quick. Now, if I was to do that as a human, I would come across as a bit of a weirdo, perhaps even locked up in the asylum because it's just abnormal behavior. That was a bit of an exaggeration, but I think you get my meaning. It, we don't do that as humans, but horses do do that. Horses go from whispering to shouting to grooming each other to going back to eating in a heartbeat without any residue after they are able to just do something forget about it and move on whereas us as a human species we do not do that and I think so heartedly that is one of the reasons why humans really struggle to get along with horses because they're looking at them from a human perspective and not as a horse perspective and that's where the biggest chunk of pity for them comes out or poor horses or this and that and don't get me wrong I know there are situations and I see that too where there are indeed the poor horses I'm just talk. I'm just trying to generalize here that if we keep comparing the horse to the human even though we don't mean to, we're always going to have these troubles. So if we just look at who horses are from the perspective of that they are not us and that their communications and emotions and hormones can fluctuate within seconds, which is very different to us and can go back to relatively comfortable relatively comfortable moments and go back to doing exactly what they were doing and we cannot do that then we have a big uh, yeah we'll always have something to talk about when it comes to horses so let's just get good at reading their body language get good at understanding that when I see a video on social media especially if there's more than one horse working together The ears can't always be forwards. It's going to be a little snarl in the nose. Yes, sometimes you might think you see a pain face, but is it really? And of course, there are times when we see pain faces, especially in the sports. That's what we're all aiming to change. And if we just pay attention to the horse's expression, when we get the opportunity to, when we're around them, for example, when we are not around, get familiar with that, understand what a horse that concentrates looks like or a horse that's not focused forwards is focused backwards looks like then we're going to understand the expression of a horse more therefore then we don't have the ear police jumping down our neck every five minutes and maybe just maybe after listening to this podcast you was a little bit of an ear police instigator and now you're getting to thinking hmm 
I was wrong. Maybe I need to go back and just think about things from a different perspective and start looking at horses from the perspective of being a horse, not a human. And then uh, try to change your thoughts about that. So, thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you found it useful. We've got lots more coming your way. Stay tuned and I really, really hope you are fine. Bye for now. You have been listening to Zoe's Horse Bites podcast. Powered by Get Good With Horses courses and online training academy by Zoe Code.